I feel like I'm oh, bigger okay, than I usual. See. What's going on here? Bam, we're live. Oh shit, you're uh your internet's all fucked up, Hiller. What? Okay, no, no, it's, it's coming a little clearer now. You were fuzzy at first. Mm. Excellent. Paul, Paul Vodka Sevon is a fun Sevon. You never, you don't know a tall Vodka Sevon. You don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, shit. Tall Vodka Sevon. <laughs> Only one time was I drinking on the show. I was sitting in, uh, <laughs> that was like last week sometime. That was a good episode. <laughs> the one Sousa ran. Okay, look at so this Jeff Birchfield guy. I'm gonna make him a moderator. Look at add moderator. Hey, you know what I was thinking about? Every time okay. you do that, that's yeah. like a status symbol. It's like a blue check mark in our own little community. <laughs> you know, like they get a little blue wrench next to him, and people know that they yeah, got status in the chat. I wish I could change it to a um to a uh, uh, eggplant. <laughs> That'd be cool. Too far up. And I just adorated, adorated, I just adorated a bunch of people. Just adorated a new word. Where's Bruce? Is Bruce one of those? He needs to be one of those. Yeah, Bruce. I thought he one. was. He's he is, always. He is. He, he is. Okay. Oh wait, what's this? Does someone give money already? No. Oh, this guy <laughs> highlighted my name. Why is not having someone on more? Have MWGA on the set? There's a lot. Okay. All right. Oh, Heidi one? oh, and Heidi's one too. Yeah. Oh. I wonder if I can make Will Branster. What if I just made everyone one? Well, then you take away its exclusivity it's and now it doesn't matter. No, 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 no. Exclusivity, you said, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I heard you say inclusivity. It would be added no, no, inclusivity. No, no, no. Um, why Inflation. why am I just noticing fractional plates? Why why are not more people using fractional plates? What's going on? How, what I what am I fucking know? Am I retarded going on? or so, is, are they retarded? How retarded. could I be so stupid and, and people are dumber than me? How, wait, wait. It's, <laughs> it's frustrating when I'm the dumbest guy in the room and then there's still people dumber than you. Okay. Who's the dumbest out of all of us? Probably me. Me. No. It's definitely not JR, and I don't think it's Souza. So it's a battle between the two of us. <laughs> the battle of the dummies. Uh, JR, how come I'm just, why am I just noticing fractionals? Mm, I think you've probably noticed them at the games before. It's just a shame that I mean here at these events. I mean with the complex, the complex the last few weeks. I mean, everyone wants to cross compare all of the semifinals, even though the lifts are on different days at all of them and in different orders. So that's already difficult to compare. But now we have events that can only go up by five or ten pound increments, and then we've got this competition. So it makes it even harder. Oh, so wait a second. Are you telling me this is the first? semi-final in the complex where they've allowed fractionals? That is exactly what he's telling you. It's pretty fucked up, isn't it? This doesn't hey. even make any... This doesn't even make any... I'm, I'm so fucking confused right now. How can that be? Um, It's a... Oh. Who do I we know who knows what's going on? Do we know, seriously, do we know anyone who knows, like, who would we talk to? Is that a CrossFit Inc. thing or is that a, um, well, first of all, let me ask you this, Jar. How do you know this is the first one um, that fractionals have been allowed? Because it's the first one you've seen them? Yeah, this is the first one I've seen. I think when kilos are used, sometimes it can make you think that they have fractional plates, but I actually do think they had fractionals. Maybe I'm you wrong. You know what's even more fucked up about all this is that Australia was using pounds. <laughs> they were using pounds and then so, like one of the Europeans was using pounds and then the other one was using kilograms and then uh, Guy is using kilograms and then someone at Atlas is probably like, we got to give our athletes a shot to beat them by half a pound. Give them the fractionals. 
at the last second. That's what it seems like. I mean, I like the fractionals because of the gamesmanship. Right? Of course, you like the fractionals. Yeah. Well, the fractional gets you get to game it way more. You looking over, everybody sneaking up a pound at a time, makes it more more interesting. Yeah, and it's nice to not have six or seven athletes tie at three twenty five. I right. agree with all of that. Yes. I mean, that was awesome when uh, Farlow. So so Farlow put one and a quarter. What are those? The little little white ones? No. What what, what color are those ones? Uh, I think the they're white ones. Little, the little white ones. So the they he put are, he put he put the little. Pounds. He put the little white ones on there, one and a quarter. And that's what got him to 247.5. Oh, yeah, because they're 1.25. I got some of them. Look at Hiller with the props. He's a good dude. I didn't see. I, here's here's the thing with, with Farlow, man. I didn't see any footwork. Like, uh, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I got those too, those little tiny ones. Yeah, so yeah. that's why it's 0.5 on there because you put one of these on each end and it adds 2.5 pounds. Which is how clean guy. was how clean was his footwork? It was clean. <laughs> it was nuts. Well, are you trying to say it wasn't clean because it was no? I'm trying clean. to say it's super clean. I saw a lot of guys pushing it there. You know, pushing. I mean, uh, Gee's footwork wasn't that clean. Not not that it was bad, but but a lot of people you don't see that clean footwork, and his footwork was really clean. I mean, Vellner looked amazing too. But um, I feel like Jack. We don't know what his max is. Like, there's more in the tank. Well, if you say that, I feel like we don't know what any of their maxes are. I feel, like the, I feel like if you just gave them a clock and said work up to a heavy complex, we would be closer to like what their maxes are. If that, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Because it's really, the three lifts and there's playing with it. It's like, I think I could do this, but maybe they could do more. Can you make that a little bigger, um, Susan? It's it's a little uh it's a little grainy. Oh. Uh, we have 40 minutes and I'm gonna fly out of here. Did did any of you guys buy UFC 275? I bought oh. UFC 276. Oh, is that the one that's tonight? I'm fucking with you. Oh, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> well, you, know. hey, you had a couple people in here saying they wanted to uh, tag along while you watch the fights. So pretty oh. soon you'll just have a camera on everything you do commentating over it. <laughs> uh, yes. You know what? I'm so quiet when I watch the fights. I just there's a one there's one or two guys in here that I um I probably shouldn't say their names who are crazy UFC fans that I text with. Can you make it bigger still? I want to be able to see their names. I can. I'm just having trouble finding a happy medium. So we got um any any uh can you put them in the order of strongest to weakest to rank them by that final event, that fifth event? I want to hear what if Hiller and uh JR, think that there's any surprises in here. Okay, here we go. Jack Harlow, 347.5. Oh, so that was a three-way tie? No. No, no, no. Those those guys aren't there. That didn't perform. Yeah, for whatever reason, when you go by workout, it it brings in the people that aren't able to travel issues. Uh, Drake Drake Lewis at 335. Um, uh, Jack Rosema, Jeffrey Adler. Josh Workman, Patrick Vellner, Alex Vigneault. Okay, let's start there with Alex Vigneault. He was so excited. It doesn't look like he uh, had all that much confidence in his numbers. And that, that I mean, from what I remember, he isn't the strongest Olympic lifter, but he's a very brute lifter. He's had a great deadlift, a great back squat, and not the greatest press. So I think he's probably just excited to hit the lift. Yeah, that was Brian- big for him too because I'm – Pretty sure he failed his second lift at 315. And so he actually went up and then made that. 
that's probably why he was as pumped also. And um, it, w- it was interesting because that was one of the guys we were talking about uh, before we broke away from the last show. We were saying that there's three guys that are guaranteed in, and it was basically Vellner, Adler, and I think Caron. And the debate was whether it was Vigneault or not. And Brian said, yeah, Vigneault can be you know, pretty much guaranteed in too. And so you see, I mean, Brian obviously believed in his lift maybe even more than um, Alex did. How bad was his lift, uh, his 315 miss? I missed it. For uh, Vigneault? I- he looked a little frustrated afterwards that like maybe it was just a technical or timing error. So okay. I don't think he would have gone up had he thought that he missed it because he wasn't strong enough to hit it. Um, did you guys see, I think it was Carone held the bar in the front rack position too long and then just decided not to go up with it. I missed that part. Yeah, I might have got a little lightheaded or just knew that it was too much time and retention to be able to drive out of it. Um, I don't know who it was. I think it was Adrian Conway, but Adrian Conway said... This isn't a snatch. When you're at <laughs> the when you're at the bottom in the hole, you got you you can't you can't be fooling around. You got to come straight up. Explain that to me the difference in 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 the weight's relationship to the midline, I'm guessing, on why it's so important to come out of the hole quickly in in a uh, in a clean in a squat clean versus versus a squat snatch. Or do you not agree with him? I'm going to say that I've seen more people hang out in the bottom of a clean than I've seen hang out in the bottom of a snatch. Really? Okay. JR? Mm, I mean, maybe not in this complex, but in general, I, I, I definitely think of Froning. I mean, Froning catches a clean every time and you would just hang out down there and then he'd pop up like a pause squat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Some people get that. down there and make sure the weight's where they want it. Some people can use like a double or a triple bounce to get out of the hole. But I think probably what he's referring to is the fact that in a snatch, you can stay in the bottom because the load on the legs is typically a lot less. And as long as your shoulders are locked in, you're almost using the earth to support the load, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's what I was going with because stability. A lot of times, too, if you rush out of the bottom of the snatch and it's a little bit off and you don't have it, you don't have it set in you'll miss the lift just because you stood up too quick and dropped the bar it's just basically not pushed back far enough into your throat no i'm talking about with why you would hang out at the bottom of a snatch a little bit more often than you would have cleaned no but i'm saying why but but the only reason why it would come out is because it's not just put it's not pushed back far enough the only reason that would make a clean I, i'm just i don't understand this thing that jr is proposing that it's the earth supporting it all i can think is is that if you're in a front rack and you don't have the way basically it should be sitting it, when it's sitting when the bar's sitting over you in a snatch in a perfect world it'd be sitting on the same plane as where it's sitting in the front rack of, of us clean correct uh-huh. do we agree yeah 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 agreed Agreed. But ju- but just in a clean, it's coming forward. It's it's easy. Well, I guess not. Not if you don't have short shoulder mobility. Mm-hmm. Shit. What do I know? Okay. That's saying just stabilizing it a little bit more. Okay, so we don't necessarily agree with uh, Adrian Conway. I, I I just would like to know where he's coming from with that because I think you're going to have differing perspectives on that. And I just saw in the comments that somebody, some people were agreeing with me, and some people were not agreeing with me. So I think that's just Adrian throwing his take on the stream for everyone to hear. On, on what they prefer. Uh, we had been talking in that other show about, uh, we showed Emma Lawson doing 195 at 14 years old. And someone sent me a video. I don't know if it's in my notes. Oh yeah, it's in my notes. Can you, can you pull that Instagram up? Uh, Sousa, it says 15 yep. year old. I yep, think that yep, yep. w- w- was there an event called the European championships? Is that, was that one of the semifinals? 
No. One of them didn't have that name also? No. This is a uh, th- this is a 15-year-old girl named Lucy. Let's just call her Lucy. And this is... Jason, uh, you're incorrect. Get out of here. Go ahead. Go ahead and play this. She's 15 years old. This is, this is uh, 200 pounds. This is nuts. Or so they say she's 15. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. And this is 39 weeks ago, so I think she had just turned 15. I mean, I know it's hard to tell because it's from the back, but their form looks amazing also. Yeah. That's incredible. Okay. <laughs> That's incredible. So, um, do, do you think we're, we're going to, the numbers are just going to keep going up every single year? You think that the, the next T is already amongst us? There's, there's a, there's a, I think there's a As terminal. In, I think there's a terminal load, just like there is a terminal mile time or a terminal number of ring muscle ups unbroken. To where if you exceed that, you're just going to be you're going to have to let other things suffer because you focus on that one thing so much. And I think weightlifting is probably the same in that regard. Uh, it's interesting you say that. One of the final comments, uh, I think it was who was who was commentating with Adrian Conway. That's Joel. 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 Joel, Joel said that, um, no, no, it was Adrian Conway that said it. I guess he had uh, Adler on his uh, podcast, and he told Adrian Conway, yeah, I don't need to get any stronger. Like, I'm just trying to maintain my strength um, because I guess there's a cost for him to get stronger, right? And so that there's a, and there's a cost to benefit. So if he wants to win the CrossFit Games, there's a greater benefit to working on another ship besides his strength. Yeah, especially if your strength's already at the level that it needs to be. Like if you're able to move the weights that are on the field already and you could already know where you're going to place amongst all the other athletes, like in terms of like your max loads, and you're already there, check the box and go work on some other things that are going to vary. Like especially if you go into the games, you're running. Hold on to your shorts, guys. But I think it was Ben Bergeron who said that you have to be strong enough to pay to play. And I think he was talking in specific the ability to snatch 265 for the males back in like 2018 or 19 to qualify for the next stage of competition, which would have been the sanctionals at that point. Ben Bergeron props, and I agree with that. You've got to be strong enough to get to wherever it is you want to be. So if JR comes up and he goes, hey, I want to make it to – if he's a 25-year-old dude and he wants to make it to the sanctionals that year, he goes, okay, can you snatch 265? If the answer is no, you got to work at it. And if he can do 295, then why waste time snatching all that much Mm -hmm. if he can't do other things? That being said, the strongest guys at the CrossFit Games always seem to win. And what do I mean by that? Maybe there's one or two guys who are stronger than Rich in, in one or two lifts the years he won the games. But but it was it was only him and Tommy Hackenbrook who who went for the 400 pound overhead squat. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And then Frazier go? No, he hit he hit the the 375. And so and, and, and yeah. no one and no one's going to say that Fraser wasn't one of the strongest every year, right? Okay. Okay. So I'm, 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 I mean, I'm feeling it out. I'm, I'm, I'm not fighting with you. I'm just feeling it out. And say, and say, how about Sam girls, Briggs right? the year she won? Right, 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 right. Okay. And then what about there's the the Rudy? You guys remember Rudy? Hey, Nelson? that was just shitty programming. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to a programming review of the 2014 games. Blame the programming. As I say, remember back in the day, there's a guy named Rudy Nielsen who used to do the outlaw CrossFit like programming the competitive oh, stuff, yeah. and and he had this theory that like whoever the male was that had the the max like the highest snatch 
was the predictor to win the CrossFit Games. And if you guys remember that old video where uh, what's his face, uh, what's that five time champ's name again? Oh yeah, Frazier. He snatched that three fifteen without his shoes tied. And Rudy Nielsen kind of made the call there and said, "This will be your guys's next CrossFit Games champion." What do you think about that? Wow, like, so does it correlate that much? I don't know what is. I don't know what is Max snatching. Well, then Tola Scott. would also be a contender then too. Who? Tola Morquino. Oh well. So would Anthony um, Davis. Um. Uh. Scott Panchik was on the show and he said, "Hey, um, whoever would d- wins this workout right here is going to win this semifinal." Yeah, the Midland sadness. And not only not only did um the, not only was he right, but they placed seven in a row. First through seven were first through seven in the <laughs> mm-hmm. at that semifinal. That was pretty crazy. And I think the defining piece in there that Scott was most locked in on was the overhead squat. Yeah. Just like the all encompassing movement, yeah. Shows that you're mobile, strong, well pieced together. Mm-hmm. Skilled. Got the handstand what- lock. What do you think, Jr? Do you have a favorite? A favorite? Um, you you got to say something before people start making fun of you. You got you got you got you got you got a favorite movement? Snatch, overhead squat yeah. that you like to see as some sort of defining factor? Yeah, I mean, I think we had Collar on once, and he said if there was one movement he could pick that you could just say someone is a machine, it would be a really really heavy overhead squat because if one thing is off, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And people were talking a lot in the comments about being surprised at what Adler hit. And then, you know, Adrian chimed in and said, you know, I talked to me, said, I just need to be strong enough in order for me to be fitter. I can't get any stronger. If anything, I just need to try to maintain my strength or be somewhere close to that. And thinking back like to 20.4, you know, you think about performances that are like the most impressive things you've ever seen in CrossFit. A lot of people would say Fraser's friendly Fran. I would throw people like Dakota Ragers 18.3 in there, just like the most jaw dropping single performances that you saw. If you remember Jeff Adler on 20.4, how fast he did that clean and jerk ladder, 315 looked like 225. It was nuts. Just power clean and push jerk, all of them. And he he doesn't even do more than that in this complex until his last lift. So clearly he's been prioritizing training in that way. Mm-hmm. That's the dude, who, uh, and Adler's also the guy with the 400-pound deadlift on his first day of weightlifting. <laughs> right? Isn't that one of the stories that they told? I think so. Yeah. Crazy. But I mean, he hit that 335 and he didn't look, he didn't look very fatigued from it. It looked like he had more in the tank, but he knew that was probably what he needed to do. And that was it. Yeah. They are sitting in second. I saw a lot of good lifts. I feel like it was the best lifting I've seen at any of the semifinals, just from just a, a casual. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 and it, most of it I'm putting just on the, on the jerks. Cause we saw a lot, we've seen a lot of funky footwork on the jerks throughout this last three weeks. Yeah. What's up he, with that? People doing the onesie twosie. They're just pushing their limits. Getting you think tired. it's the fact that they're using the wood platforms and they never use those at their everyday <laughs> training? Oh, everyone, oh. everyone trains on rubber matting of some sort. Yeah, it, might, it might have a little play with it, but also too, I mean, as you guys know, that complex is just super heavy on the legs. Can you pull so up uh, Dave Castro's um, Instagram real quick? I, I want to show you guys something, the importance of giving people attribution um, when, when it's uh, appropriate. There, it's a picture uh, where Dave's celebrating that it's good to be back, and it's a picture of him and uh, the great Nicole Carroll, and that's Gary Gaines there. He's the new guy on the team who's running the affiliates. Excited to be back in the fight with CrossFit and leaders like Nicole Carroll and Gary Gaines. I'm here to serve the CF team, the CF community, and the amazing methodology that Greg Glassman created and changed 
the world with. Let's do this. And then he gives the photo credit to Eric Rosa, Fall 2021. Just thought that that was a really class act. Like, and, and, I, and I like Dave with the mustache. You like Dave with the mustache, JR? I'm a fan of it. Yeah, me too. Hiller? Top top gun look. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, Miles. It gives me a Clint Eastwood. Um, no, no, no. Miles. Western look. <laughs> yeah, it's a little, it's a little cowboyish. Who's, I like the cornrows the best. Who's though. Miles? Who's Miles? He's an actor in, or he's a character in the new Top Gun movie that everyone's oh. talking about right now. Oh, but, I mean, but we know you haven't seen Top Gun. No, I want to. I, I need. To, I want to so bad. It's probably the best movie ever. Top, you know, it's you know, it sat in the can for like almost two years. Yes, yeah, they didn't want to waste it on a time where no one could see a movie in theaters. Crazy. Um. Let's talk about let's talk about Gee's lift earlier. Um, it was something that we didn't speak about earlier. I th- there's a uh, I think that we've seen a lot of different angles. I really like the most recent angle I saw. I think I included it in my notes, Sousa, where you can actually see the refer the referee, the judge telling him to come forward. The judge is actually scared he's going to fall off the back. Um, from all from all of these videos, I was thinking that the platform was fucked, but actually it's Gee who's fucked, right? <laughs> why is he standing so far back? Why is he way back there? Why didn't he roll the weights up? Just too excited to do the lift? Why a lot is there of times a lifters will do that if they think that if they're going to fail the lift at all, it could be forward on the jerk, and it just gives them a little bit more real estate to walk it out and still stay on the platform. Mm. Okay. Mm. And, 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 and it really is – It's it's not a very good jerk. I mean, it's a horrible jerk, actually. Go, go ahead, go. I mean, he's he's just he's just strong. The as first shit. or the second one, it's horrible. Uh, there's only one jerk. Uh, I think he's also jumping a little. Oh, I, <laughs> got me, Hiller. Sorry. Uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful positioning. Everything's beautiful. He's moving quick. He's moving quick. Mm. Oh, it's not as bad as I thought. Okay, it's not as bad as I thought. It's not as bad as I thought. He gets his leg back there. And and and, and the trip the, the trip here is is that people are tripping because he took a, a double stab at it and uh and and that's against the rules, right? It's against the fucking rules. Yeah, here's the that, here's I don't give a fuck. That judge would have been murdered on the spot though. Here, let me tell you what I heard. Let me tell you the story I heard. I heard that he did his first lift and then when he went to go do his second lift, just prior to doing his second lift, someone got injured. Yeah, and the guy was, was screaming and rolling around on the ground. And the only person who ran over there was Guy. And Guy and ran over there. Be the best. Guy, <laughs> Guy ran over there to talk to this dude, make sure he's okay. And during that time, missed his second lift and then came back with only 20 seconds spare to get his third lift. Really? What do you think, JR? I don't even know what this means. Not that he really needed it, but I think it's impressive that he could let his mind go away from the (laughs) task at hand and then just come right back to it and be like, okay, yeah, I got to hit this 357 now. Hey, dude, it's just like if you're getting it on with your wife and the dog wants to come in the room and you hear him scratching on the door and you got to stop and go open it. It's no different. Don't act like it's some great thing he did. Fair. Sorry, Hillary. I had to put Howell in this place. Sorry, sorry. I, 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 I made, I made, I made three babies doing that move, uh, JR. I made three babies doing that move, having to let the dog in and out of the room. Just to make it last a few more minutes? <laughs> a few more <laughs> seconds. 
<laughs> the only uh, time that that works out is in the movies when you're like trying to take care of your competitors. It's like, uh, oh, look at the heroes and go help out his competitor, and then the competitor like ends up fucking with him so that he can like take advantage of him by trying to. Oh, look, I broke my ankle. I can't stand up, and the, the guy picks him up, <laughs> and, then, like and, then, and then and then he like, throws him out of the ground and he finishes the race in front of him, and then the hero ends up like somehow coming out on top after everything. It's, it only works in the movies. Never in real life have I seen like you wouldn't see Conor McGregor like take it easy on somebody, right? Or how do you feel about that, Simon? I, I mean, I have we, we have we have seen we have seen people. We saw Glover Teixeira beating up Anthony Smith and look at the referee and go, "What the fuck?" We also saw George Foreman do that, you know, 15, 20 years ago, thirty years ago, in a match in a heavyweight match. He's punching the dude and he like stops and he's like, "Ref, like what?" Um, <laughs> did, did, did he then get knocked the fuck out? Because no, no, both knocked. those guys won. Both those guys won. Okay, um, well. It works out Let, other places than the movie. What would his what would his lift have been? What was his first lift? Would he have won the event with his first lift? Yes. Oh wow. Okay. So <laughs> I don't care. Take it away from him. What do I care? Damn right. He's, yeah. What do I care? He shouldn't care either. That's awesome. Hey, he should turn himself in. He should he should make a video <laughs> where he's turning himself into the police department down there in Brazil. Hey, guys, <laughs> to the police department. Yeah, wherever. He, he can use the video I put out tomorrow as evidence. He goes, "Hey, watch this and arrest me." Um. <laughs> JR, we're at the CrossFit Games. It's the final event, 2022, and it's a lifting event. And Gee wins the event and went, beats Justin Medeiros by five points. And it was the exact same thing that happened that we just saw happen there. Mm. <laughs> Hiller's got hard. Hiller got hard. You get your turn too, buddy. What no, do we do? Yeah. What what do we do at that point? The rep, the the judge let it go. The judge has a fantastic explanation that's within the rule book. He's not giving him a pass. He thought it was a bar adjustment, which is allowed, right? Yes, a, a, a re grip is allowed, but not a re rack. So at that point, you have this to go. This is a re grip. Yeah. Okay. So uh, so whether whatever he did or not doesn't matter. I'm just saying what the judge said. So it's it, it, let's say the judge said something that that makes it so it falls within the rules. Here we go. Then you got to go with the call on the floor. Well, look how high it comes and up. D right would there. be the champion. Right and D would be the champion with the with the with the capacity to have beat him. It's not like he cheated, but he but but it's still not within the rules. If you play the I capacity che- game, anybody can win. Do, well, what qualifies yeah. as it like yeah. lifting up? Like, does it have a re? Is it like it's if it's over your head? <laughs> is that too high? Because we did see him do a re, like a readjust in the front rack when he came out of that. Uh, it's that his foot spot. goes back, Souza. His foot actually goes back in yeah, that first one. I did see that. I did see that. Hey, yeah, it's, when, it's, I, it's, when I release it's, my it's, video it's, tomorrow. Hey, Hiller won't speak on it. JR doesn't want to speak on it until he sees your video. Sorry, JR, go ahead. (laughs) No, I was going to say just it. It's strange because it doesn't look like he attempts to push under the bar, but his foot does move, which makes it really odd looking. Let's see one more time here. The motherfucker moves so fast that it's hard to tell. Mm. And then, of course, I cut it down to like 25% speed, and you it 100% looks like he's going for a jerk. There's no doubting it. And then the other thing that I try to point out in the video is that when he's doing these complexes, it try, it looks like he's trying to get them over as quick as possible. If anything, because it looks cooler and maybe it's time under tension, maybe it's just the way that he goes about doing these things. But it is what he does. He tries to get off his shoulders, get it over with. It's like, oh, look at how easy that was for him. And it looks like it was trying to be what he was going for. It's like, look how easy that is. Destroyed the record. 
And then he's like, oh, shit, the bar's a little bit in front. I need to save this. That's what it looks like to me. And I break it down. It's all slow and nine-minute mark in the video if you don't want to waste your time on the first nine minutes. Uh, Karina Rain, Katrin and, and the other chick in the same heat, Kettlebell Douglas, please tell Oh, we talked about that in the last show. Karina. Uh, and Hiller made a video on it on his Instagram. I think that we um, were questioning um, her reps. Uh, Mr. James Townsend, thank you. It's McDonald's and Oreo money. You'll get abs like me. Oh, geez. Hey, you gotta go I'll buy some. Never, now. I'll never ever. Abs are made abs. in the kitchen. I'll never. You ever had, ever you ever had to make abs. flurry before, Sevan? No, I'd like to. They're, they're you gotta mix the Oreos with the M and M's, and I like I like all Oreo shakes. Um, let's pull up Joe Joe Joy Joyal is that Patrick Joyal. And let's talk about whether he, what's going to happen to him. Get your guys's predictions um, for for his future. Is he going to the CrossFit game? I think he's washed up. I think it's all over. You do. Oh. It's going to be close. I, I think I said on the first day that he would have finished in fifth or sixth, and it's he's in sixth. I think Brian said the same thing, and you were the only one who thought he was going to totally dominate Melner and Adler. Ah. Uh, Thanks, Hiller. Um, <laughs> so, Jr. I guess the data that we have here is that he, we we can compare him to Spencer, right? And we can see he took first in that in that workout, and Spencer took a sixteenth, then an eighth, and a first, and then they've kind of flipped the script on the next two workouts. So, I guess the question is: Do the next two workouts favor Austin Spencer or Nicholas um, Joyal? based on what we know about those. I mean, we, we kind of know what they're good at now, right? To an extent, yeah. I mean, they both had to do the same test. They both had to deal with pretty big chunks of gymnastics. They both had to deal with lifting under fatigue, and they both had to do a one rep max. Complex, the one thing that we can say is that there will be no more barbell. And Joyal's worst finishes have been both workouts with barbell, one being the max lift and then one with the 15 snatches under fatigue. I don't have any reason to believe he's not going to excel at legless rope climbs and that he's not going to excel at handstand walks, GHDs, and wall balls. So unless there's just a capacity issue, which we might see in the longer time domain because this will be the long workout, then I wouldn't think there'd be a reason that he wouldn't slide into five. Oh, Bill Grundler's going to hate this. Um, and any, any, <laughs> any chance that we could see the Grundler effect on either of these guys? That's where you're amazing for one or two workouts, and then you shake the bed because you're old. I'm just talking about Grundler towards the end of his career at Del Mar. We would see him come out first first day smoke it, and the second day stink like Ben Gay and shit the bed. Honestly, I like what you were talking about. Is he going to blow his knee out on the rope climbs? No, 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 nothing that bad. Bill in the comments section, he's going to kill you. Bill, Bill dropped his cane from the top of the ropes one year, and they don't allow canes going up anymore. I really like Cedric's the point actually over both of those people. Oh, oh, you do. Okay, let's go back to the let's go back to the leaderboard. Let me see. Uh, He's probably still within striking distance. Yeah, for sure. He I, is totally within striking distance. Let's see. The, um, okay. Although he blocked me on Instagram, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna probably take fifth over those two guys. <laughs> well, uh, what what about what about far what about yeah. Farlow? Ah, uh, rope climb, no go. My opinion. Uh, go down a little bit more. Let's see who's in ninth. Connor Duddy. Okay. Yeah. He he boned himself by not hitting that second clean and jerk. Oh, I hate it when I bone myself. Oh, really? I thought you'd love it. 
No. Not past Jerry, past why do you think Cedric's going to tank? Are you kidding? Have you ever seen him? He Every year in the Open, he's in the top, and this next workout's all capacity. <laughs> and then that last one, I, I like his chances over both Spencer and Joel on the rope climb, especially because every single year he misses it. And he's either he's got the fire to hit it, or he's going to tank out like he does every year. Those are the two options, and I think he'll take fifth. I'm going to go with Patrick, Adler, Carone, Vigneault, and Joyal. Uh, go ahead. Um, I'll let Sousa go next. Sousa, do you have a, are you, have you been watching these? Um, not as closely as I should, but I don't think there's going to be too much of a shakeup, but I, I agree with Hiller here. I think, I think Cedric is going to, I think he's going to sneak in. Jerry says he chokes. That was half of what I said. So. And the smartest guy in the room. What do you think, Mr. Howell? <laughs> we'll make it two to two. I'll go with Joyal. Okay, good. Uh, Sevon, you just missed a dogfight in the first round of the fight that's going on. Oh, I, oh, don't worry. I'll go back. But but the main event doesn't start for thir- – the main card doesn't start for 13 minutes. Don't do that to me. Don't do – okay, let's go to the girls really quick, the ladies. And then I want to go back over and visit uh, Strength and Death. Hey, if we're being honest, I also choose Austin Spencer over Joyelle at this point. You dickhead. <laughs> uh, um, this is my question for you guys. So if we saw Emma Lawson do 195, oh, but that was a single, that was a mm-hmm. single clean and jerk at the age of 14. Mm-hmm. Does, um, she looked so good at 212.5. I think she can do more, but is that her coach just being smart and being like, man, she's 17. Uh, is there any of that? Is there any like, like just really, really just uh, keep it just slow and steady? Well, I don't think there was this much of a cushion before the lift. But if you look at the cushion now between her number of points and being out of a qualifying spot, it's almost 100. So there's probably no need to um, do it just for ego or just to say you hit five pounds more. Emma Lawson, 376, and in sixth place, I can't read the name, but it's Vander Dreeshen Shigen Aaron. Aaron. <laughs> and uh, Aaron has 288. 88 so, points. Yeah. yeah. So JR saying that, that she's in it. She's in it. Okay. Uh, in that fifth spot with uh, Carolyn Prevo, and I, and I, and I kind of ate my words. I'm kind of surprised how well Carolyn Prevo did with that 210 pounds. I always just think of her as being weak as a bird and just all engine, basically the, uh, the new Sam Briggs. But, um, I think it's only upward and onward for her from here, right? The new Sam Briggs. You know she's been in the game for a while. Who? Carolyn Prevo. I know, but she's eight years younger than Sam. I guess when you put it that way. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so I, I think that those. I think that's our. I think those are our winners right there. I don't think anything changes. What do you guys think? I think that you are correct, sir. Especially with that fifty-point gap. This is also very similar to what Brian's predictions looked like, I believe. And if you look at these names, you have no reason to believe that they're going to be overtaken. And no, here's the thing. The, the best person down there, the best finish down there below them is Allison Scuds. She took second place in event two. She's the only one that shows us any, any like, you know, um, top of the food chain performance. I don't know. Sabrina Gordon in 26 is a second place finish to her name. Let's see that go down. It's probably the weightlifting. I bet you it's the, is it? If it's the weightlifting, that doesn't count. Yeah. It's the weightlifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm just fucking with you. Um, so I guess we'll see. Is there a chance Scuds could take first place um, on the rope climb and someone in this top five could uh, pull a Colton Mertens? 
She has to make up more than 100 points or just under 100 points? What's her point total? She has to make up, uh, yeah, 100. Yeah, 100, 101. <sighs> I don't think there's that many athletes in the field. Are there Are there, Are there? there 30? Because if not, if you finish last, you still get, what, 10 points? Yeah. For like the 27th? Yeah, 30. All, All right, 30. Allison, I'll see, oh, you at the, I'll, see, I'll see you at the bar tonight, Allison. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just, they're just not enough points on the board, I don't think. Okay, let's head over to strength and depth. You sure you want to do that? No, I know I do. <laughs> well, I do, so I'm happy we're going. Okay, mid, so mid oh, we're gonna we're gonna start with the girls here. Uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, Emma McQuaid, uh, Helga Daughter, um, Sigurda Solvig, uh, Alisa, and uh, are, are the five. Alisa Fulano. Uh, Brian says that he doesn't know who she is, and he was trying to get some information on her. Do any of us know who she is? Nothing. I think Sousa does, no. actually. I do? No. You said you did. <laughs> he dated her in high school. Yeah, but he doesn't want to talk about it, though, so go on to the next athlete. Once, a, once again, <laughs> once again um, I, I think it's pretty certain that those top three girls are locked up, right? Uh, agreed, yes. And- Sigmund's daughter... She's always just like, uh, as far as I, as long as I've ever known her, she's been an Instagram name and a possible contender. And this is the first time I think I remember her being in contention and actually up there. And I'm wondering whether or not that lift is padding her numbers a little bit. That's just, just me speculating for the sole sake of speculating. But it'll be interesting to see how the last day goes and she can keep herself up there. How big is she? What's her size, uh, Sousa? 5'1". Oh, I thought you were wow. talking about Elisa. Uh, Elisa's 5'1". 177 meters, 150 pounds. Okay. Uh, and any 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 thoughts here? Any 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 big movements? Anything you think is going to happen? I guess the the question is is would be Sam Briggs. I think I think Sam Briggs can put a uh, stick in it. I think she or whatever fork in it. I think she's done. <laughs> yeah, I disagree. Okay, I strongly disagree. The last two events are that that rope climb event and the bike event. She could go like three three on that, no problem. Okay, and that would get. And then you have someone another. like Sigmund's daughter, who, like, we just saw that she's a very good weightlifter, and typically the heavy lifting events don't go well with the body weight running events, and that is just a stereotype. And it'd be cool if she can overcome that stereotype. Okay, forty-two points. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm voting Sam's out. Hiller says Sam's in. Souza, Sam in or out? Forty freaking points? Are you kidding? In two events? Yeah, and I think the the last two events too favor her pretty good. So actually, yeah, I take that back. Now that now that we're looking over the point spread, I think I, th- I think she does have a shot. I think she's gonna have too much Metamucil up tomorrow morning, and her throat's gonna close up. <laughs> Should we too uh, sore? Uh, Jr. Sam Briggs in it? Is she going to the CrossFit Games or not? Yeah, I said in earlier today, so I'll stick with it. Okay, and, but but no, oh, but not Katrin's daughter. No, out. How do you think she does on that rope climb one? Out. She, she's a champion, Hiller. She's a two-time games champion. She knows you how can, to you win. You can use that exact same nice. excuse to say why Briggs would make it. You're saying she's out. So she beat Tia. <laughs> she beat Tia. Yeah, that's no comment. Uh, Jr. Uh, Katrin beat Tia. Yeah, that's probably before Tia was Tia. All right. Uh, <laughs> I think this is a it. dig at Hiller, so I'll bring this up. Eyebrows is confused. That means Hiller's confused. That means you, that's, they're saying Hiller's confused. Is this your first episode? They always, they're always doing that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Must be new here. Dude, Must you need here. an eyebrow shirt. Someone said that, like, turn the bat into uh, wings. 
eyebrow wings. Oh my goodness, that would be, <laughs> be ridiculous. Like, a, like I, don't know, some, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> some, uh, anything else you guys want to um, bring up? We talked about ghee. We talked Since about fraction- seven like Katrin. <laughs> fractional plates. Um, Jack uh, Jack Farlow. We talked about how strong he is, how young he is. He's only nineteen. Oh, th- that was an interesting tidbit that Joel gave out too. Uh, that um, Frey was lifting against uh, Emma Lawson. And they said Freya was a competitive dancer, which was kind of interesting because yeah. Emma Lawson was also a competitive dancer, unless he unless got his wires confused. Uh, Paige Powers. Powerful, as the announcers would like to say. Yeah. Super corny. Not incorrect, though. <laughs> she's going. Oh, hell yeah, she's going. Yeah. Look at that cushion she's at over freaking sixth place. 100 points almost. All right, I got nothing. CrossFit Nordic Originals in seventh. We interviewed that entire team almost. And uh, because that maybe they're missing their top guy, one of their top guys, they are uh, 10 points out in strength and depth. Just worth noting. Tomorrow, we Frank, 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 get the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we will be on... Twice, um, we're gonna let the first three events go by. Then we're gonna jump on in the early afternoon. I think it's around one thirty. Uh, we'll get it scheduled up soon, and then we will do the final event. And then we'll come on, and I will hit up a shitload of athletes and try to get them. Um, I think a lot of them will be doing their um, drug test, piss test. If anyone knows Emma Lawson, um, she's seventeen, and her I, I'm not allowed to DM seventeen year olds. So if, uh, <laughs> have her DM me or, or one of the guys on the team if she'd like to come on the show. We'd love to have her on. Uh, huge fans of uh, Miss Lawson. She's impressed all of us. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.